Good morning and welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we are going to be learning Vayikra Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Vayikra. The topic of our Aliyah is the sin offering. It is a longer Aliyah. It runs from Perik Dalet Pasuk Aleph to Perik Dalet Pasuk Chavov, which is a sum total of 26 Psukim. In it we talk about the category of Korban called a Chatas. This is a new um, sacrifice called the sin, the sin offering. And we hear of three permutations of people who bring it. In fact, there are four permutations of the chatas, or the chatas behema, of the animals, uh, but three of which we hear about in our aliyah. The first is im kohen mashiach yechta. If the, uh, the anointed priest, so this is a religious leader who sins, makes a mistake, then they bring, he brings a korban chatas. And we hear about the korban that he will bring. Then we hear about the next um, case, we'll call case two of the korban chatas, which is called, which is im koadas Yisrael yishku v'ne'elam me'adavar me'einehakahal. So the congregation sins because something is hidden from their eyes. This is understood to mean in tradition that we're referring to when the Basin, the Sanhedrin, makes a law which in fact is against Torah law, it is mistaken, the people follow it, and then the Sanhedrin needs to, the court of law needs to actually bring a Korban Chattas because of misleading the community. That's the second permutation. And the third permutation is Asher Nasi Yechta, if a Nasi, a Nasi refers to not a religious leader, but a political leader, a king, in terms of the, of the Beis HaMikdash. Um, but later on, a president, a person who is in charge of the governance of the community. You'll notice that the three topics in our Aliyah are of leaders in different ways. The Kohen Mashiach, that's the anointed Kohen. The Adas Yisrael, which is the, referring to the Sanhedrin, the Enei Ha'eda, the eyes of the congregation. And the Nasi, which is the political leader. We will get to the personal Chattas, which is the most common of them in the next Aliyah. Um, generally speaking, this Aliyah is the topic of the first Perek, the first chapter of Meseches Horios. This is one of the last Mesechtos in the Seder of the Zikin, which spends a lot of its time dealing with understanding the laws of the Korban Chattas. It is complicated. So, for instance, a Korban Chattas is only brought on something which is Zedonai Kores. That means to say that were a person to have done it, intentionally, the person would be excommunicated, cut off from the Jewish people. When doing that by mistake, then they would be able, they, they, would, they would have to bring a korban chatas. That's when this is applied. So it's not any law, it's very severe laws, laws which have a lot of gravitas, that is, that this happens. Perhaps most common in these cases would be, let's say, breaking Shabbos by mistake, as an example, forgetting it was Shabbos, or not knowing Enough of the laws, making a mistake in the law to think that it, this activity was in fact mutar, as an example. Um, this is very complicated because the middle category of what's called the par he'elem dover sheltzibur, the ox which is brought as the, as the korban chattas for the community, which was misled by its Sanhedrin, is a very complex topic. You know, what, what, it means that, what does it mean that the Sanhedrin, how many of the Sanhedrin needed to have known? Was there a vote? What happens if there are dissenting opinions? How, how does this mistake come to be? Is a very complex idea about communal misleadings, and it's obviously something which doesn't happen very often, but the Torah nonetheless talks about all these instances where leadership, in a certain sense, fails, even if mistakenly so. The interesting thing to note, and this is perhaps what we'll focus on in this aliyah, is the way that the Torah introduces each of these three different leadership bodies. 
When it comes to the first two, the priest and the Sanhedrin, the word used to introduce it is im hakohen Moshiach yechta, if the priest will sin, v'im kol adas Yisrael yishku, and if the congregation will sin. Those are the first two categories. But when it comes to the Nasi, the political leader, it says asher nasi yechta. The translation of the word asher is when. Im means if. That's the previous two categories. When it comes to the Nasi, the governor, the king, in that case, it sounds like when he will sin, almost as if it is a foregone conclusion that the Nasi will, in fact, sin. That's a little bit depressing. Why is it that we assume that a Nasi will, in fact, sin? The Mephorashim discusses at, um, to, to great length, so as an example, the Sephorna, Rabbi Vadya Sephorna, in his commentary, on the Torah says that the reason is because when it comes to religion, not, not religious leadership, but leadership of a government of a country, there is a lot of space for arrogance and haughtiness. And that means to say that leadership itself comes with it and brings perhaps with the wealth, with the ego, with the power that accompanies it, it ultimately ten, lend, lends itself to negative um, sin. So it is almost inevitable that a person who's in power will in some degree be corrupted by that power. As Lord Acton said, the famous um, idiom which is, power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So this is a very, very um, powerful statement about leadership in general. Um, Rav, Rav Monk in his commentary on the Torah points out that there's another way of looking at this as well. And that is, is that when you look at the king versus, let's say, a religious leader, when it comes to a king, there are many, many questions that is, are very pragmatic, not in the realm of the realm of ideas and ideals and ethereal, ethereal thought. Meaning to say, when you're a priest and you're dealing and teaching with the spiritual currency and you're talking about the realm of ideas, it's easier to keep one's feet clean. But... When one is the king and one has to deal with war, tax, agriculture, invading armies, global crisis, natural disasters, there are going to be many, many cases where it's very hard not to make mistakes. It's very, very hard to avoid the pitfalls of the pragmatic life itself. That's a, a second possibility. A third possibility is that of the, of the, of, of the Meshe Chochma, of Meir Simcha Devinsk, who points out a very beautiful idea, that the king specifically is able to be led astray by popular sentiment. Meaning to say a king is able to be misled because he ends up following, not leading. And today you see it very clearly, you know, let's say in the realm of um, 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 influences, this new phenomenon called influences, where there are people who are, you know, have large followings and um, sometimes they're leaders in, in real life as well and sometimes not. Um, but in a certain sense, they, they have a, a self self-created following who like to hear their opinion on these particular matters and usually it's a particular opinion on a particular um, um, ideology and if they were to veer off of their the drum that they're beating they would lose followers and then they end up saying what their followership wants to hear well the same works as well with kings and with any politician there may be a degree of idealism before they enter into the seat of power but once they enter into the seat of power there's certain people they need to placate and there's certain party lines that they need to meet. And it becomes harder for them to actually live an idealistic life. And they have to ultimately pander towards the population that they are meant to be leading as well. The way that Rabbi Khan and Wasserman talks about this the, um, in his 
um, um, his essay of Ikvesa de Meshicha, he says that, the, quoting the Mishnah in Saita, that the, the, the generation of Mashiach is like Kipnei Kelev, is like the face of a dog. And he says, the interesting thing about a dog is, is that sometimes you will see that the dog is running ahead of the master as the person is walking their dog and looks like the dog is leading the master. But then when it gets to the corner, it has to turn around to see where the master is really going. And that in a certain sense, there's this push me, pull you about leadership is who's really in charge. Um, who's really actually is this idealism or is it just pr- pragmatic or survival, survival in the seat of power till the next election? Very complicated topics. And this is all talked about in this very complex word, which is asher nasiyachta, when it will be that people will sin in, in seats of power. Rabbi Sachs has a beautiful essay on this topic um, and he, he summarizes these opinions and he, and he adds an, another perspective himself a, 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 as well. He, a, a, he points out the difficulties when it comes to a political leader in an arena in which there are no rules and certainly today in today's environment where things change on a daily basis and anything can happen at any point in time the rules for leadership change all the time and what's good and what's moral and what's ethical and what's correct is very very hard and mistakes are made all the time it's almost inevitable that mistakes are going to be made and people will never forgive the leaders for the decisions they make or don't make um, but as um, as the 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 the, uh, the Torah t- tells us, a very powerful example. This is the statement of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai in the Gemara in Horias as well, when he says the word Asher. Yes, on the one hand, it means inevitable when they will sin, but it also comes from the word in Hebrew of Ashrei, praiseworthy, which means to say that we can read it in two ways. Asher nasiyachta. Yes, for all the reasons we just discussed, it is inevitable that leaders will make mistakes. It's inevitable there will be problems, but. Ashrei, praiseworthy, is the leader who's willing to own up to their mistakes and to say sorry and to publicly come and clean their file and then continue and be a better and stronger leader afterwards. And therefore, it, on the one hand, it's the idealism of what the leader can be and it's also the realism of the pitfalls of, of leadership which is necessary and is being taught to us in this aliyah which talks about the carbon khatas of leaders. With this, we conclude. In the meantime, have a wonderful, meaningful day.